live from Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the rumor mill for the week of June 1st, 2020. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. Hey, that's okay. Put some butter on it. The rumor mill starts now. Like I said at the top of the show, today is June 1st, 2020, and this is the room mail for this week. Uh, you know, I am joined, as always, by the goddess of glitz, glamour, and gentrification. That's not a hard G, though. Hmm. Miss Laurie Rockingcamp. Hello, Laurie. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Your sound kind of cut out. And what's funny about that is everyone should know. For the first my 50, sound cut out? For the first seven minutes of this whole thing. You're fine now. For the whole first oh, seven okay. minutes, this Laurie Roggenkamp was, you know, fussing with her audio. And when I, when the camera first came on, she had, like, these giant can, can headphones over her ears with a big microphone in front of her face. And uh, tell us why you're doing that, Laurie. Uh, I'm going to be doing a Twitch stream with uh, my co-host from Bloody Podcast mm-hmm. uh, for this this uh, pack theater in Los Angeles. They have a, a Twitch stream, and so we're going to be doing a monthly show. And um, I was I was trying to find headset microphone uh, that I can use because I have you know so I can be hands free. But yeah. it's essentially making it worse because the volume keeps dropping, and so. Anyways, is Maria getting the same? Maria is your co-host on the Bloody Podcast. Is she getting the same microphone? No, she's like you. She was like, "What? What's the point of doing that?" And yeah, I was like, well, uh, no, she... trust me, you're gonna see. I'm a genius. But wait, so what, what? What are what are you? You, you said you're gonna be using all your hands. What are you? But also, wait, hold on, hold on. For I just realized this. You're gonna need both hands. I have an arm that holds the microphone. You do too. Uh-huh. No, I'm not using that right now. Because it's in my room, and remember, my room's now an echo chamber until I get a bed in there. Oh, you changed rooms? I didn't yeah, know Yeah, I'm in my, uh, I'm in my uh, uh, bedroom that I sleep in, not the back room. Oh, but Lori, I, I have a simple solution for you. What? Why don't you just go get, like, a cheapy $50 rug at Target on the fl- put on the floor? Well, that won't do anything. Guess it I have a rug in my room. It doesn't do anything now. Oh. Why don't you take a bunch of pillows and blankets? Oh, you know, but wait, didn't you buy a thing to prevent the echo? Like the that big fancy thing that goes around the... Um... No, that won't do anything. I tried. It's not still... I tried putting it behind it. I tried doing... Anyway, it's not... no, we can talk about this off the air. No one cares about this. How Nobody was, cares about this. How was your weekend? It was okay. It was good. I mostly slept. Oh, you did? Uh, Why? Yeah. I just, I've been sleeping in a weird, I wait, I sleep like three hour increments. So I'll sleep three hours, wake up, watch mm-hmm. TV, sleep three hours, wake up, watch TV. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, and then uh, I just did some research and some editing, but mostly sleeping. So. 
It's funny that you say that. You know, uh, well, take out the TV part, but like in the in 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 like the old old like in the 1400s or something like that, right? In the in that era, you know, before electricity and all that shit, that was the most common thing. Because especially during the winter hours, because it got dark so early, people would go to bed earlier. Then they'd wake up in the middle of the night and fuck and eat some food and do all that shit. And then they'd go back to sleep. So their sleep was divided. Yeah. I always say that my life is like the 1400s, except for the TV. <laughs> That's what I, I always say that. Well, that is, you know, that is true. Because one time I went to your house and you were out front churning butter, which I thought was yeah. very strange. And you were wearing like a little milkmaid outfit. And um, yeah. yeah, that is, that is, that is weird. Yeah. That's just stars and I foreplay. Yeah, I and, turn butter. Well, that would make sense. I use it as a lubricant to Fister. So <laughs> it, 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 it makes sense because I remember you lost a, a, an uncle or an aunt to like consumption and some of the yeah. old timey diseases like bubonic plague. And then one time, now I don't. I want to know the tea behind this. For like a month, you had a scarlet letter A on the on your forehead. What was that all about? Oh, I mean, I will just say this. Yeah. Um, you know, when when a priest says that they want God inside you, <laughs> it's not what you think it is. So, oh, really? Yeah, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say that. I'm oh, just gonna okay. leave it at that. So, um, I uh, yeah, I was uh, I have hysteria, so I've been <laughs> masturbating a lot to uh, cure my hysteria. People should know. Up so above, that's yeah, been people, fun. yeah, people should know up until like literally the early 1900s. Uh, when a woman was being crazy and melodramatic, they would send her to the doctor and he would um, uh, use a vibrator. That's what vibrators were invented for, to make her come so that would calm her down. You know, he would basically... Like stri- a hand. Yeah, and, and what's fun... Do you, know, hand you know, I've read a lot about this because I'm a masturbation uh, professor. And yes. did you know this was actually seen as a hardship? Doctors hated doing this. Really? Yeah, they didn't really like it. Oh, probably. You know. Yeah, go ahead. I could see hating that. I think if it's your job, it takes the fun out of it. You know, I bet you would kind of like, you know, when I was in college, I went to the set of a porno. Uh Uh-huh. And it's really interesting how the once the novelty wears off, how quickly it becomes mundane and everyday. Does it make sense? So once, you know, in the first, I'll I'll even say as long as an hour. You're like, oh my god, I'm on the set of a porno, right? And then you see them walking around naked, eating lunch, and the, the crew doesn't care. And there's all these weird smells and sounds that don't make it onto the porno. And you're like, oh, and it, and you get you get so desensitized so quickly. And so I bet you it's the same thing. It's like probably when they were younger, in the first few days, and the, a hot girl would come in with you know hysteria. They're like, oh yeah, you know. But uh, I bet yeah. you after a while, you're like, ugh. My arm's gonna be tired. My ugh, it's gonna get all this shit all over me. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, I I feel I feel the same thing. I think also you hit it on the head. I think it's the smells. I think women in the 1400 weren't necessarily cleaning their downstairs the way that women are now. Yeah. And I'm certain you have to get in there. Yeah. So I'm sure doctors were just like, God, okay. You know what you just reminded me of? I know there's a new trend with the youngs. To not like shave their armpits or shave their legs. Where do you fall on this? That star, star refuses to shave. Oh, she doesn't shave her legs. She, she doesn't shave her. Le- she shaves her legs sometimes, but she sh- doesn't shave her armpits at all. 
She says, "Yeah, she says that she prefers to have hairy armpits." So, and what do you? What, so, what do you? Obviously, you don't mind, or but does it turn you on? No, not at all. I think it's gross. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I am not. I look. I I think male hairy armpits are gross. Mm-hmm. I don't hair on armpits in general. I think it just it just is gross to me. I don't like. I don't like it to anybody. I think everybody should shave their armpits. Do you think everybody? So. What about the what about the hairy legs? Does that bother you? You know, it doesn't bother me too much. Um, I will say that I'm not a huge fan of it when I see it like on display, like when men wear shorts and they have like really hairy legs. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's gross. Um, but I, uh, I think that um, you know, if you can hide it, like I shave my legs probably once a month. Okay. At most, at, at you know, at most, and so I think that um, it's mostly just for me, like a cooling thing. Like sometimes mm-hmm. my my hair, my legs will get so hairy that I just my legs start to feel itchy. Mm-hmm. So then I have to shave them, and then you know, so that's really it. But yeah, I'm not as I'm not as adverse to hairy legs as I am arms. What about her vagina? The star shave her around the pubic hair? No, she doesn't <gasps> oh. like grooming in general. So, oh. how do you like that? That's been a big thing for us because I, uh, hygiene wise, I'm not a hundred percent on board with that. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So would it be that's safe right. to say that you're the dainty flower in the relationship? Well, that's, we just had that argument. She said that she's more the man in the relationship. And I said, I don't, I didn't think so. And then she pointed out all the things that I, I'm so, I don't, I'm so particular about. And she's like, only, if you the only women in the relationship are this particular about this stuff, and I was like, oh, well, I guess that's fair. So, huh? Odd. Well, we're gonna take that. We're gonna use that moment to give everyone a break from that. But we'll be back yeah. right after this, and we're gonna talk. We have some pretty interesting topics for today. Here, we'll be right right after this. Okay. We didn't find out. What do you feel about hair? What do you, you didn't say how you felt about it. Well, how do you feel about? Show's not back when that that part's done. All right, here we go. In five, four, of a three, two. During the break, Lori was complaining to me. Uh, what were you complaining about, Lori? I said that we. You didn't say how you felt about hair. Well, that's gonna be your teaser for next week. Well, before we go on though, what do you get? What do you think? What do you, what's your opinion? Um, you know, I, I feel like you like mostly hairless, but I could see you enjoying some pubes and some armpit hair. So, all right, very good. Well, we'll find out next week. Lori, this is a this is not the most important story, but I, I know that the other two stories we're going to talk about are going to take up a lot of the time, and then this would sound silly to bring it up after this okay. serious conversations. But Ross Matthews on Twitter, by the way, everything that I'm doing today on the, the headlines is sourced. Actually, everything we're doing today at all is sourced from Reddit. This is from Reddit, Reddit RPDR drama, and Ross Matthews wrote a. Tw- uh, it looks like he wrote an Instagram post. It could be where he said, 
I can't imagine a world without her. Will colors be less vibrant, flavors dull, laughter muted? She was my audience of one, my head cheerleader, my VIP, and now she's gone. Taken before any of us were ready. But in her 69 years, my mom made colors more vibrant, made food more delicious, and laughed with big-hearted, knee-slapping gusto. She made life better. I hope, no, I know, that her spirit lives within me and I will spend the rest of my life trying to be as good as she was, as kind as she was, and authentic as she was. I am who I am because of how she loved me. We should all be so lucky. Do me a favor if you can. Tell her, tell your mom you love her today. I wish I could even just one more time. Before we get to the drama part of this, Lori, what are your thoughts? It sounds like he lost his mother, right? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I hope that she's okay. I, I hope if she if he hasn't lost his mother that she's, you know, she'll she'll get better. But it seems very much so that she, you know, yeah, she unfortunately passed away. So that's so sad. So here's what's weird. Sharon Needles, season four queen Sharon Needles responded to his tweet and got twenty six likes, and she wrote, "We get it. You like food. It tastes great. Kish kish." What? Yeah. Wait, so... He posts the thing about his yes. mother. Yes. Who has uh, probably, almost definitely passed away. Yes. At some and point fu- passed away, yeah. Either recently or a long time ago. Uh-huh. And this fucking cunt takes one thing from the from the thing and says, we get it, you like food? Yeah. Fuck her. <laughs> Do you think she just... Do you think... Because you know what's funny? Is I'm... I have this on my screen. And my it, and the part where it says made food more delicious is right in the middle. And your eye immediately goes there first. Do you think she was just scrolling really fast, saw that, and wrote, We get it. You like food. It tastes great. And didn't read the whole thing? I mean, even if she did, that's still a bullshit excuse. Yeah. She should read the whole friggin' statement. And no one messages... It- yeah, it's really odd. Wow. I actually really like Sharon Needles. Yeah. You know, well, you know, what's funny is in the comments, people start talking about like her. She has a weird past and has said racist things in the past and it, it, it isn't the most sober person. So most people were worried about her sobriety. I don't care about her sobriety. Mm-hmm. That's her sobriety. It's her own thing. That's that's a fucking terrible thing to say yeah. when somebody posts something about their mother okay. like that. That is awful. Meanwhile, you're going to tell 14 horrible stories about your mom in the next day on podcast. Yeah, seriously. Right? <laughs> like, by the way, I just told my mom I hope she dies of COVID. But I mean, yeah. that is terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. How could she say that about her mother? My mother, on the other hand, I would gladly watch her burned alive and wouldn't even pee on her to save her. But oh, my God. That's awful. <laughs> Okay, let's go to the next. I just wanted to do that one first because be, we're going to have some serious topics here. here how would you yeah. do you think you would put a post if you're okay? I don't know how how you, comfortable you feel yeah. about this, but if your mom died, do you think you would post about it on, on Instagram or Facebook or anything? <sighs> Probably not. That's just not the kind of social media person I am. The problem, I was, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Because I, f- I first thought you were going to talk about, do you think it's appropriate to talk about... Oh, I don't think it's inappropriate. It's just not who I am. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's inappropriate either. I just... I think I might say something after a while. 
but I don't in the moment I don't think I would say anything. This is why I wish I was married or had a long-term boyfriend because for instance we have a friend who lost her father recently. Yes. And she hasn't said anything on social media I don't think, but her husband has. Okay. Like he did it for her. I have it. I think I would I think I would do that maybe if Star's mom passed away. Yeah. But I would check it with Star. You know yeah. what I mean? I wouldn't yeah. just put something up. Yeah. But yeah. You know what's so funny is uh, the whole I told you started some other podcast, so never mind. But it's, yeah, that was weird. Well, you know what's funny is because I'm an <laughs> awkward human being and I have no social graces, often my first response is to wanna to make a joke. You know? Yeah. And uh I I've learned in my as I've aged that that I just control that 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 desire. But I will say, whenever I see tragic news like that, that my first my my comedy brain takes over, and immediately I write like three or four good jokes in my head. I'm like, I shouldn't send that, huh? And I don't. Yeah. In the old days, I would have though. In the old days, I 100 percent would have. But see, I think that's I think that's immaturity. I think that's ma- you. I, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. I remember one time I felt so bad. Mm-hmm. Because I put a post, this woman put this very beautiful post about her daughter turning uh, a year old. And I, you know, we had taken a class together and we joked about stuff. So I sarcastically put on a comment saying, hey, congratulations, you kept a child alive for a year. Mm-hmm. Because I thought that was funny because yeah. I had been telling, you know, we joked about that kind of stuff. And her her, the, her husband went ape shit oh, and really? was like, what the fucking, why would you post that? Blah, blah. And so I felt so bad because I was like, Ooh, yeah. So I think that was a lesson I need to learn where it's like, maybe don't post things that you mean to be a joke. Yeah. Like that have no context, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's probably what Sharon Needles did. Is she posted something, but I don't know. I mean, I still think that's bullshit. I, th- I think it's a terrible thing to say. Yeah. So. All right. Let's go to the next story here. Okay. Now, both of these stories, Laurie have to do with people saying the wrong thing about what's currently going on in this situation. You know, this Black Lives Matter uh, protest around the country. My question to you is, I'm going to tell you the drag queen, there's two of them at the center of it, and I'll let you choose which one we do first. Okay. Uh, and behind door number one, we have Manila Luzon, who made some controversial statement about the protests. Ugh. Okay. And then behind door number... And I'm going to throw in Raja with her, too. So the, the season three girls, okay? Yes. And then um, door, behind door number two, Gigi Good made some uh, weird statements, too. You know what? I, I would say let's not go with the white person first. Okay. <laughs> let's go Let's go with... Ma- I didn't want... I didn't really want to go with Manila Lazan first, mm-hmm. but... Sure. Yeah, let's not go with the white, white person first. All right. So here's the weird thing. I So... There's a history here with this. Not history, but like there's a whole thread, okay? Where okay. I, I and I don't know what the order is. And I'll let you choose whether you want to go there or not. But the I I think this is my guess. If people are out there and they know the order what things happened, uh, let me know. Well, it doesn't matter actually. By the end of this, it'll be all over. But anyway, so I think the first thing that happened was that Manila posted this post where she writes uh, on. May 20th, no, no, May 31st, so Sunday, at 3 p.m., she wrote, I want to thank the U.S. Fire Department for putting out fires. I want to thank the police officers who are kneeling in solidarity with the peaceful protesters. Thank you. Okay. Okay. 
what do you th- what do you think of that tweet so far? Mm, you know, I I think it's one of those where I think we can see what's what mostly what side she's on. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like does she? It, I think she is one of those. She might be one of those people who cares more about what happens to the police than what happens to the protesters. Mm-hmm. But um, I think overall, I think it's a pretty milquetoast statement. To be All honest right. with you. Then later on Twitter, she wrote, I deleted a tweet. I was trying hard to support positive change. I now understand that many of us are still so angry at centuries of racism and police brutality. I'm seeing so many people opening their eyes and using their voices now. That's what we need. I can see this revolution starting to take hold. Like you, I know better than to lump a group of people together and judge them. That's exactly what we're fighting for, so stop the ACAB bull. It's hard because police continually abuse their power. But we'll make them change. They have to. I know we have so far to go still, and with all the hurt and anger, I know we will heal when we win this fight to end racism. As we fight, I encourage us all to open our hearts and minds to change for the better. Your thoughts on that series of tweets? Um... (laughs) I, I don't know what she was trying to bring about change with the first tweet. That's that was the confusing part. I may not get the order right. So I'm I'm saying okay, and then okay. Now this is the part. Here's some audio. It's five minutes long though, so maybe we'll just do a little bit of it so you get the flavor of it. I'll lower this audio a little bit here. Um, oh, the wrong thing. Hold on. Thank you. You lower this audio a little bit. Here we go. Just a little bit. Okay. Here we go. I'm gonna play now. This is Manila Luzon. Okay, I think okay. She's, I think she's rambling, but whatever. Okay, here we go. Okay, there's gonna there's gonna be a weird like it sounds like the internet went out for a second. If we make it that far, it, it'll come back. So I am seeing like everything that's happening. I'm watching the news. Everything's uh, crazy. The things have got to change. We are taking to the streets. We are making. Our voices heard. We're screaming at the top of our lungs. We are beating down the walls, storming the castle, and we are doing the best um, to make our country um, the place that we want to be proud to live in, where we treat everyone, everyone, uh, with respect and love and open minds and open hearts. Um I'll be honest with you. Once you've heard this, you've heard it all. It, it just rambles. I'll be honest with you. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't really feel like she's saying anything original. Yeah, and it just repeats and repeats and repeats, okay? But, I mean, it's, it's you know, I get that she's a public figure mm-hmm. and that, you know, I'm sure people were like, you have to say something. So I applaud her for making a statement. So, yeah. So Aquaria has responded to this and has written... Why not waste five minutes and 20 seconds seconds instead by promoting black people and defending the way they want to protest instead of wasting that time defending why you think that cops and property matter more? And then Shay uh, made her feelings known when she wrote, when Naomi sent Manila home, the flavor, delicious. So what are your thoughts on all this little mini drama here in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race? I mean, it pretty much sums up the internet right now. I mean, it pretty much sums up everything. You have somebody who is just not really, doesn't really know what's happening, but is trying to make a statement that they feel will encompass everything. So that way they don't offend anybody. And then you have a white person telling a person of color how they should react Mm 
instead and do do something better. And then you have a black person that just that just says something really funny. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I've been dealing with this struggle forever, so I don't I don't give a shit what you two people have to say about it. So yeah. yeah. That's pretty much the internet. Um yeah, you know what's so funny is when you go on Reddit, and I got all this on Reddit, RPDR drama. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. The reaction is so they're like pitchforks they want to burn vanilla do all this shit like oh my god she's horrible how could she say she's canceled all this shit right which is fine it's a fair opinion to have i don't know what your opinion is i'm, I'm not super into cancel culture people say fucked up shit whatever right i don't think she really said anything fucked up i know that's, that's the, thing. the thing i think but that's the thing is is with this cancel culture they just try to they want you to be say something that they're, they're gonna see say whether you did or not to be honest with you i don't think she said anything at all and everything that i've read to you i still don't know what her position is that's right? the thing that I'm trying to say is like yeah. I feel like she is trying her hardest mm-hmm. from what you can hear and what you read. Mm-hmm. She's trying her hardest to to essentially not she's she's do basically essentially doing a form of there are good people on both sides. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. trying not to offend anybody, and in the result is offending mo- almost everybody. <laughs> yes, but the, my point is this: it was kind of infuriating to me. To see all these, I mean, it's like literally across the board on the comments. Uh, oh, cancel Manila. She she doesn't get it. What a fucking boomer. Blah blah blah. First of all, baby boomers are like sixty plus. Yeah, right? seriously, <laughs> so dumb. Anyway, uh, whatever. Right. Here's the thing. These are the same fucking drag queen assholes who a only follow white queens, right? Yes. And B, we're super hard-pressed because Jada won on Friday and we're like, Gigi was robbed, right? But Black Lives Matter. For, so first of all, they can go fuck themselves, right? Uh, you have to be Black Lives Matter across the board, okay? Well, uh, I don't think that competition really falls into it, but okay. I well, that's my, actually, going. my next point is, here's my next point. This is a very serious thing that's going on. Yes. If you're looking... To drag queens for their hot take on the Black Lives Matter movement, you need to reassess your priorities. Seriously. <laughs> That's pretty much like, I mean, even if I agree with Aquaria, even if I disagree with Manila and I agree with Sh- Actually, I think Shay's is the most eloquent. Shay's pretty much saying, I don't give a shit what you say, right? Yeah. But, uh, but like, <laughs> you're a drag queen. Right, and by the way, that it's the same thing with me. I'm a podcaster. Who cares what I have to say? Like my life isn't affected by it. I don't. I wouldn't want to muddy the waters with. By the way, who gives? It. It reminds me of. Remember when this COVID shit went down? Yes. Like in March. What, and what I, is COVID? I'm sorry, I don't remember that. Um, and then we, I started getting emails from like Bed Bath and Beyond about how they're handling. I'm like, I don't give a shit about how Bed Bath and Beyond. It's a pandemic. I don't. I don't care about how. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 um, Norton's uh, antivirus security is how they're going to handle it. I don't care. Yeah, I agree with you. I felt like I I've I felt that way with, with, in regards to COVID. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about Amazon because I don't know if you've been watching commercials, but Amazon has been inundating uh, commercials with their like they interview like quote unquote workers there yeah. and they'd be like, we're trying our hardest. And it's like, Hey, why Amazon, why don't you take the money that you made that fucking commercial for and give it to people to pay them an actual wage, you know? Yeah. And then 
on the um on the protest side Mm-hmm. I, I, you see a lot of people now like Netflix has come forward yeah. and saying that they support it's like who gives a shit yeah. like either donate or shut the fuck up like nobody cares that Netflix is on their side well here's the other thing too Hollywood and I have my eye on you they're like uh, you know um, we support Black Lives Matter meanwhile how many of the Netflix executives are black yeah you know Exactly. So well, they they want change, but they don't want to be the change. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. they want to be able to. And how many how many white actors have been given, mm-hmm. uh, you know, career Academy Awards when there's a when there is an African American or person of color who actor who has acted the, their ass off that year. Yeah, and it should be getting the award. And Leonardo DiCaprio gets an award because he he hasn't gotten one yet, and he people feel like he deserves one. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, I just think it's yeah. It, look, I think Manila's a little again. I think she's a little pie in the sky, saying that we have to work to end racism. I don't think racism is ever going to end. Mm-hmm. I think there's always going to be a level of prejudice, mm-hmm. but I think with anything, I think we need to drive that down as low as possible. Yeah, and I think that the openly killing black men on camera with no regard is something that just is just i think that was just a catalyst that police officer literally looked at the at the woman holding the camera and did not give a shit and and he knew that because he knew that he would if if he no repercussions were going to come to him and so i think that that is something that we need to look at that is a that is an action that needs to be looked at and and no matter no wor- amount of words Manila Lozana says will ever make that right or fix that problem. So if you're looking for her to do that, you are a fucking moron, and you need to donate or you need to uh, to volunteer. Breaking news: Pearl has just chimed in. She agrees with you, Lori. She agrees with you. That's Thank you. News. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Pearl also said, "Hey guys, uh, have you heard about these protests?" Yeah. And and then you were you were like oh the ones going on right now because of uh, of the of the murder of uh, George Floyd is his name right uh, yeah George Floyd George Floyd that what you talking about Pearl no it's the it's the one about Trayvon Martin remember <laughs> him like that was crazy right like that that just like happened right uh, thank you for breaking news from Pearl there we go back to the show uh, all right let's go to the next headline Lori. Uh, it's like sort of related. Gigi, this one's a little weirder. Gigi Good, okay, got into a little bit of tro- a little bit of hot water last week for a couple of reasons. One, okay. she started promoting her. Um, oh, you know what? Uh, uh, really, I'll throw it in with the Gigi stuff. What Raja said too uh, is Gigi Good was promoting the the fact that first that she was doing a a video. She had done a video with Jeffrey Star, right? Uh huh. Like some sort of makeup, like a make, she made him into Gigi. She she did her makeup on Jeffree Star, and everyone was just like, "What the fuck, bitch? There's, there's a fucking quarantine going on. Why were you in the same vicinity as him?" And two, Jeffree Star is very controversial there because he said some very racist things in the past, and he's just not it, like he's very polarizing. People either love him or hate him. Jeffree Star also looks like the walking human version of COVID nineteen. <laughs> Well, you know, he looks like like Slenderman's gay brother. Yes, yes. Slenderman, he like, looks, uh, 
He looks like brother. Freddy Krueger's gay younger brother who Freddy Krueger's like, dude, you gotta really look at yourself in the mirror and make some life choices. <laughs> like change, life changes. Okay, so uh, you know, Jeffree Star looks like the, the creepy guy that would answer the door at Dracula's mansion and lead you to his room. Yes! You know? Lurch. Yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, uh, so there was that. So people were mad at her about that. So then she, you know, that happened and people were pissed at her, right? And then... In anticipation of the finale, she wrote on Twitter, two more days at RuPaul's Drag Race at VH1. I cannot breathe. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> so oh, man. People Gigi. lost their collective shit over this, okay? Oh, why? For those of you who don't know, that was what George Floyd kept saying over and over again as the as the cop was stand, you know, kneeling on his neck. And, um... Yeah, uh, and so it's because also it was said by the I can't remember the other guy's name, but the, he was you know chokehold it. Uh, uh, yeah, he was an undercover like a or like a off duty cop choked yeah. him out. Yeah, whatever, yeah, that guy he was saying that when he died too. So it's become sort of the rallying cry for the movement that's happening right now. And Gigi Good just stupidly wrote that. Now she then then she wrote a series of tweets. Where she wanted to sort of clear the air here, right? And this is what she wrote. It's kind of long. Bear with me. And I'm going to read it really fast because it is a lot. All right? Okay. Here we go. I'll be at the guy who used to do those Micro Machines commercials, which I'm sure. Okay. okay. Buckle up, viewers. I want to get some things off my chest. I'd like to take some time to discuss my recent struggles regarding the responsibilities that come with the kind of platform I've been given. As I mentioned before, staying up too late in current events has never been my strong suit. I really want to make it clear that I'm in no way ap- apathetic about the horrific, wait, horrific events that are happening in the world played by social inequity and cruelty. I think they're so reprehensible and sickening that I'm often overwhelmed by them, which is what makes me sh- shut it all down. I also find it difficult to speak on issues like this eloquently, and at times I really don't consider myself qualified to contribute to the conversation. However, my anxiety can't excuse willful ignorance. It just explains it. As I navigate this new lifestyle, I understand that part of my job... Up, 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 up. I understand that part of my job description is to keep myself informed and educated. Every day is a new opportunity to learn and grow. It's an opportunity to, it, I, it's an opportunity I tend to take going forward. I'm beyond lucky to have the kind of audience that I have, but it's not something I ever could have imagined for myself. I could turn back time and tell myself... Um, two years ago that I'd be on the world stage maybe I could have better prepared for it but I guess at the end of the day that doesn't matter what does matter is that I now take the time to develop my voice not just creatively but politically and socially as well I can't help but think back to the ending of one of my favorite movies as Dorothy prepares to return to Kansas Glinda tells her she's been able to leave all along when asked why she couldn't have Dorothy told her or- why I couldn't have told Dorothy this earlier, she says she wouldn't have believed me. She, would, she had to learn it for herself. Now I have to learn three, three lessons for myself. I ask respectfully for your patience and understanding that I continue to learn, grow, and change on this journey we're all strapped into. I know that was really fast, but it was really long. We'd be here all day if I had to read the whole thing. Normal. <laughs> that sounds like a white person's answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know a lot about social, about the news right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel comfortable responding about the news right now. Yeah. Also, here's some information about myself. Uh, also, I'm sorry. I'm going to learn more about the news. But again, I'm not necessarily, you know, it doesn't really affect me. So I don't really pay attention. Mm-hmm. Also, here's another thing about myself and more stuff about myself. Mm-hmm. And also, again, sorry, but not sorry. Here's the thing, too. Is there, there's something I take issue with that makes everything fall apart. She's like, I wish I could have been better prepared for this. Bitch. You were the most prepared queen on this show to the point where you know it's all you thought about. You didn't just stumble and fall into RuPaul's Drag Race. You've worked for this your whole life. And you didn't think that you would be given a platform? You didn't think yeah. that, like... That's right. You, people would be looking for towards you they to They filmed say, this a year Look. ago. Yeah, they didn't. They, this wasn't filmed while it was going. It was filmed almost a year ago. 
I mean, I, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, well, like we said again, if you're looking to drag race, if you're looking to drag queens to, to be your pillars of the community, then you're an idiot. But also with drag queens, it's like either like either like be a silent voice, be like a silent protest, which means donate or, you know, do that. Oh, and, and if you don't feel comfortable posting on social media, don't post on social media or post on social media and just say, hey, I believe Black Lives Matter. I believe that they're, they're you know, we should be anti-racist. I believe, you know, just say something supportive, you know, don't fucking promote your own shit, mm-hmm. you know, and then use a comment and then act like you don't under, you don't know why people are upset with you about it. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, you know, uh, Bob the Drag Queen wrote a tweet, but they can't tell, people are, are speculating it's about Gigi, but it's not very specific, where uh, Bob wrote, I'm not political, it's so over. That time has passed. We need to hear your voices now while you find your voice. Black people are being killed every day. Every day. Trans people are being murdered back to back. It doesn't have to be poetry, just say it. Black lives matter. Yeah. That's a more eloquent way of saying, I agree. I think that I, you know, I used to have that argument that I was like, oh, I'm not political. But then I think there are things that like nowadays you can't be silent on. Mm -hmm. You can't say that, you know, uh, a man choking out an unarmed black man Mm -hmm. for eight, eight minutes and 30 seconds or however long it was is okay. You can't Mm -hmm. just, you can't just stay stay silent about that. You have to, you have to share in some form or another. And if Gigi Good doesn't understand that, then that's just another reason why she isn't the uh, drag race um, queen, the the winner. Uh, so. Really quickly, I think we've already covered this topic. Uh, Raja wrote on uh, Instagram, looters are fucking morons. And people got really mad. Um, do you have a comment on that? Look, I... Here's the thing. I had my own uh, opinions on it, and I express them and then i feel like people came and explained it to me in a better way Mm -hmm. so i just like to read a comment that a a friend of mine sent to me that i think really sums up what um what's going on siobhan fisher says here's the thing we're tired fed up angry and heartbroken is looting right no but you know what we've protested peacefully and all we get are more body bags and acquittals the violence you see america taught us so we're fighting violence with violence because that's all that's understood. Taking a knee gets us blackballed with no consequences. Peacefully protesting gets us a 15-second highlight on a newsreel and nothing more. It's hard for you to understand this level of hurt. This sh- shit hurts. We are a grieving group of people, and the U.S. has used our tears to slide right on by. We want justice by any means necessary. Target will get their shit back. Floyd isn't go- coming back along with countless others. We are tired. We are pissed. Violence is the only way to get their attention. That's why. So, you know, I think you can disagree with it, but I think that I, I do find that there's truth to that. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, people are paying attention more than when they were in the initial moments of the protest. Nobody was paying attention to the protesters until <clears throat> people started looting. Do I think it's right? No, but I, I, I do understand why it's happening. I don't know. I have way too many thoughts and not enough time, and I don't want to deal with the emails this week to comment. Um, All right, Lori. Well, that's going to do it for the headlines this week. Oh, that was low. 
Also, what is Raja? Does Raja is Raja still touring? What does she do now? She's pretty much kind of like not retired from drag, but she doesn't really do it that often anymore. Um, well, she didn't really do it to begin with. She, <laughs> but, she, she, she was. A, oh, I see what you're saying now. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, Lori. Uh, really quickly, guys. You know, All Stars uh, Five starts this week. And you know, Lori and I will be covering it for uh, Drag Race Recap for the Patreon page. I, Lori, I was making the June schedule. If you join the premium level, you have so many shows. That there you're are getting. a lot of shows. Oh my god, there's so many for five dollars a month. You get so many shows, and um, and I want to do the same thing I've done every week. And guys, June is going to be so good. And we have Fat Camp starting. Lori and I are we we are now committed. Lori, are you committed to losing weight? Yes, even though I just ordered a pizza. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so L- Lori uh, is committed. Um, Taylor the Latte Boy is doing it with us. It's the three of us are going to do it. I also want to say hi to some new pledges. Devin, Molly, Daniel, Owen, Dorothy, Patience, Catherine. Um, and I think that's everybody. It is everybody uh, uh, that signed up this week. Welcome to the family. And uh, there you go. Uh, Laurie, any other big uh, uh, takes before we go in, uh, into what's going on in uh, the, the spoilers? And I'm giving the people who hate spoilers a chance to get the fuck out before I even play, before I even pay, uh, you know, before I even play the sound. Oh, um, uh, you know what? I'm really, I would say, I think I just want to talk more about the commercials. I know that sounds really dumb, but I, I'm just so tired of these commercials pandering to us. Like, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, Samsung really cares. Mm-hmm. I should buy a Samsung TV. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say. Also, take that money and pay your employees. I love that I'm making so many goddamn commercials. All right, we're going to get into the spoilers. If you don't want to hear any spoilers, get the fuck out. All right, Lori, quite a bit to get through today. You know, All-Stars 5 starts, so we're going to be breaking down uh, All-Stars 5 in detail. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, Okay, before we get into it... um, Here's some basics. Uh, the expected mini challenge is the reading challenge, which is usually the first. Okay. Th- it's a very standard issue All-Stars episode. It's the reading challenge along with a maxi challenge talent show where the queen okay. of the talent. All right. The expected winner. Okay. Expected winner. India Farah from season three, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Supposedly that's the expected winner. You know, I'm going to save the expected elimination for the end. Okay? Because now okay. I'm going to tell you... So here's the deal. One thing we also have heard is that Untucked will be a separate show. In the past for the All-Star seasons, it's been folded into the episode. But oh, we're, okay. we're getting where it'll be. Like, just, like the, just like the main show has a separate Untucked, that All-Stars has a separate Untucked as well. And it will be with the Safe Queens after the winner of the challenge is announced. Everyone in this first episode... Oh, you know, I'll tell you about the part later when we walk to the episode. So here's how, how it's going to work. There's going to be only one winner every week. In the past All-Star season, has been two winners. Uh, that person will then go up against a lip-sync assassin. If the All-Star wins, the All-Star gets to choose who goes home. If the lip-sync assassin wins, 
the safe queens vote out the cast member. Okay. Okay, so like survivor. Mm-hmm. So let me get this straight. So yeah. the li- lip sync assassin we is not from the pool of all stars. No, it's right? from a former okay. contestant. Yeah, it'll be former contestants, and if the winner, so there's a winner. Yeah. And the winner goes up against the lip sync assassin. Sure. And if the lip sync assassin wins, yeah, then the all cast members, including the winner, vote out a queen. I wonder if the winner's included, but yeah, I don't know if the winner's included or not. Yes, that is true. But can the winner be voted out? No, if, if, no. Okay. I don't I would I would assume no. Usually now I don't know how they're doing it. Usually there's a bottom two. Like RuPaul names a bottom two. And then the, they have to go, like, basically plead their case and untucked. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. So then if the then if, if the if the winner wins mm-hmm. against the Lip Sync Assassin, it'll be essentially like the regular All-Stars, where if they would win against another winner, they would just reveal the lipstick yes. that they had? Yes. Okay. Yeah. With the name of the... Yes. I'm okay. assuming so. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So here's this episode. According to this, Angina is terrible in the reading challenge. Does not do very well. Aww. As the girls take their makeup off and Kiki, Angina comes off as almost like she's instigating, but she starts to bring up, I guess there's drama between Derek Barry and India Farah, and Angina brings it up. You know, in defense of Angina, a producer may have just told her to bring it up. So. Yeah. yeah. That's true. For the talent show, and this is not in the order of appearance, Angina does a RuPaul dance mashup. She comes in a small car, and then the pit crew have racer flags. She does not land in the bottom two, but she's low. For oh, Shea- the maxi challenge is a talent show? Yeah. Is that what you- okay. Yeah. For Shay, she does a pole dance with a slow original song by herself, and uh, she's safe. Okay. Derek Barry does multiple impersonations. He lands in the bottom two. Prior to the talent show, it is brought up that she and India have a beef. This makes the backstage deliberation very awkward. Blair huh. St. Clair does a live lip sync to original dance song by herself. Mariah does a painting with original poetry with a song by herself. It's a very artsy performance, though, and is considered safe. Ms. Cracker dances to an original song by herself. She starts off the dance as a pickle before she takes the costume off and does an original dance number. Oh. Juju B does live singing. It's a slow sung, song sung live, and she's safe. Alexis Mateo does a Latin dance with an original song by herself. She's very fast-paced with the dancers. It's considered high. She is first in the order of appearance. In a talking head confessional, she states that this is important because Ricky is in attendance. Finally, India Farah dances with an original song of hers, lands her in the top. Derek, sitting down with India backstage, is super awkward as she must plead her case. Uh, as Derek pleads her case. India comes off almost stoic, and you can tell India's already made up her mind regardless, but not in a super bitchy way. The girls who are in the bottom two enter a small room with a mirror and must select the lip sync of who should go home from the bottom two one by one. Oh, I'm sorry. The girls who are not in the bottom enter a small room with a mirror. Oh, okay. So, th- so the voting happens before the lip sync for the leg for the legacy. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of like Survivor, yeah. where they like yeah. put it in the yeah. box or something. Yeah. 
and enters the mall room with a mirror and must select the lipstick of who should go home from bottom to one by one in private. They deposit their picks in a small box in voting fashion. India is the last one to vote and selects her pick of the lipsticks and takes it in regular fashion before. So the winner gets to take the lipstick with them to the stage. Okay, interesting. The girls sit back down on the side of the stage and India stands on stage. Then Evie Oddly is revealed as the lip sync assassin, donning a bright multicolored dreadlock wig and circular sunglasses. The lip sync between her and India is high energy, but ultimately Evie Oddly wins and pulls the lipstick of who the majority of the safe girls voted. Um, According to this person, the song is Living La Vida Loca. With, but, there, but there is doubt about that. People don't know if that's real or not. Okay. okay. And the lipstick that she, uh, Evie Oddly pulls. Now, by the way, before I tell you who it is, everybody but one person, which is probably the, the person itself, herself, voted voted for Derek, this person. Derek Barry. Derek Barry is the, yes! first, is the first queen eliminated from oh. the competition. Ha <laughs> ha. So those are the spoilers for this week, Lori. What are your thoughts on what's to come this week? Um, I hope, I hope Angina has like, I hope she has a better turnaround. Mm-hmm. You know, I really would like her to to go far in the competition. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I uh, I'm I'm kind of fascinated that Indy Ferrara got one both both rounds. So I think that's. Oh, did she win the reading challenge too? You didn't you say she won the reading challenge? No, I don't think so. Oh, I thought you said she won the reading challenge. I think it's Jujube and somebody. I think it's a tie. I think it's Jujube and I can't remember. I think it's Jujube and Blair. I think this is me from me from memory. I believe oh, it's Jujube okay. and Blair win the reading challenge. All right, Lori, let's call it a day there. Uh, guys, don't forget, A, go to patreon.com if you haven't already, slash afterthought media. There is so much drag race content, it's going to be disgusting, right? Two, uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, Drag Race Recap. Now is me and Lori doing All Stars 5. It's going to be, I think it's going to be hilarious. If you like Hello Uglies, you're going to like this. It's basically Hello Uglies, but for Drag Race. And uh, follow the show on Instagram at Drag Race Recap. Lori, what do you have to say? Uh, if you guys are interested to listen to another podcast, I have two podcasts out right now. One is called Bloody Podcast with my co-host Maria, where we talk about a uh, female-centric look at true crime and folklore. So we just focus on the females. And the other one is uh, Lori and Colin have an episode, and that's where Col- my friend Colin and I watch an episode of TV, and we also talk about our lives. Uh, we have a Patreon for Bloody Podcast, patreon.com slash bloodypodcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're also going to be a live Twitch stream uh, the second Wednesday of every month, starting June 10th, so if, at the Pack Theater. So if you guys are interested, check that out as well. That's not going to cost you guys anything. And if you can listen and rate and subscribe on the podcast, I really appreciate it. If you have anything you want me to say, just give me a five-star review and I'll say whatever you want. All right. Thanks, guys. World's longest plug. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>